Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners. We're your hosts. I'm one of them. My name's Alex Vasquez. Hi. And I'm Natalie McLeese. Hello. We want to know how you're doing. Hi. Hi. How are you? Here, you asking me or them? The listener. Oh, the listener. How you doing, David? <laughs> Anyway, welcome back. It's been uh, been a heck of a week. Yeah? Heck of a week. Heck of a week. Now, are we allowed to say when in time this is being recorded, or is that generally a bad thing? It's a couple weeks in the past. A couple weeks in the past. <laughs> We've said when we're recording before. Well, so Thanksgiving just happened. Yes, it's early December. It's early December. And do you know where your kids are? The kids disappear in December? Yeah, I don't know. I'm really bad at conversation. So that's usually the one that I come up with as far as, like, uh, you know, conversation starters. And I have to tell you. Freaking people out about where their children are? Or just people who don't have kids who are like, what are you talking about? So... I think I need to start using different conversation openers. Probably a little scarier for men than women. Actually, that that's true, and that does explain like this really violent uh, reaction I got from a guy at Starbucks last week. I'm yeah. like, do you know where your kids are? And you know, he's like, did the government send you? And I'm like, why would you? Why would you say that? And he's like, why would you ask me that? And then we got in the shouting match over why we keep on asking each other really strange questions. And I'm not allowed to go to Starbucks anymore. Did he spit in your London fog? Were you there? <laughs> no, anyway, just a guess. That's weird. So anyway, folks, welcome back. And yeah, it's uh, it's time to get down to business. Business. And business is good. <laughs> that that is true. We're both very busy right now. It's true. This is usually kind of a quiet time of year. I don't know what's happened. Everyone needs a website suddenly. Oh, do they ever? Do they ever? So, with that in mind, with that in mind, y'all. Uh, okay, so we got some stuff uh, that we did last week. Yeah. Yes. What we, we're what, still chugging along. We're still on chugging our along in educational this, product, yeah. baby steps, educational stuff and things like this is yet another part. And uh, what? Remind me, what the hell did we do last week? We came up with our titles oh. and we decided on a format. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, do you want to go first? I guess. <laughs> so, Alex did start our meeting today by giving me a cookie, so this ought to be good. Well, it was a friendship cookie. It, it's oh, yeah. It's so. not a challenge cookie. No, no, it's not a failed challenge cookie. In fact, um, so what we did last week is we were supposed to come up with a format and title for this thing, and I, I decided to go into the Wayback Machine and pull a title from a talk that I did. Oh, and it is titled. Automating the machine. 
Okay. And this is a talk that I gave uh, some years ago to, that talks about how you can use uh, simple automation for your business, uh, marketing automation specifically, to reach out to folks, uh, uh, loose up some leads, people who have been in contact with you but they didn't make a move. Uh, something to um, techniques that can really help you. Uh, as a business owner, passively generate leads for yourself with folks who are somewhat warmer who have reached out to you in the past. So that's that's the idea behind it. Okay. So that's and so automating the machine is the is title. Is there a subtitle? The subtitle is or a tagline. It, the tagline is marketing for folks who actually I can't say that it because it would have a lot of swear words in it. <laughs> so it doesn't I don't have a tag name for it or a tagline I think or, that's fine but I think automating the machine is probably now now I think about it probably a little vague because I think anyone hearing it has no idea what that actually means so yeah that's what I thought maybe you would have a Tagline or a yeah, creating uh, creating leads on autopilot or generating leads on autopilot or winning at life so hard that you don't have to do anything. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe none of those. I mean, you're going to have to do something if you get all these leads. Well, closing for people who are too lazy to do anything about it. No. <laughs> so closing for people not motivated by coffee. <laughs> that oh yeah yeah but the so there's a number of things like in terms of like an outline um, that I think really helps so from just from the perspective well just thinking about the different content that would be a part of the course I feel like there's a fair amount of value that's there and you know I really have thought about just doing this as a lead magnet, but I think because it's something that can help people generate money without too much investment, uh, you know, I think someone out there is willing to buy it, so why not? Why not do the thing? Why not? Why not? That's what I said. Why not? All right. <clears throat> so I wanted to do an e-course okay. for this. Um, but if I sell the content, I think doing an e-course may not necessarily be the best format. Well, how like how well, do you have a sense yet of how long the e-course is? Like how many different lessons? So as far as the lessons go, I'm thinking that it it would be around six to eight lessons. Because okay, so it could be like a six weeks or a two months type thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do it for too long. I, I mean, like six weeks at most is what I was thinking. And, you know, giving people small challenges to complete in a week. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> what a novel format. What a novel format. I'm I mean, that's a I pretty typical format for an e-course. Yeah. Like a lesson a week. Less than a and week. You do some sort of assignment. But an ebook sounds like something of value too. Uh, not so, not that it sounds like something of value, but I think that might be more easily digestible and something I could better package for for selling. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. So just just my two pennies, my two thoughts. Okay. So that's what I got. All right. Are you judging me? No, I don't think I have any follow-up questions or anything. Well, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so what do you got? What? Oh, actually, before we move on, sorry, before we move on. So with, with what I want to do with my course, you know, I'm thinking, like, who would find value out of this and how would I... How would I lay the course out to define value? And, I, and I'm thinking of business owners like you, mm-hmm. people who are busy, who already have all the work they want, but how can, how can you leverage technology in, in a clever way to generate more leads so that mm-hmm. you, you can widen the field of prospects? And you know that's something that potentially would help you scale or say no to more work that you would want to say no to because you have more options for what you can say yes to. You can get pickier about which products you take. That's right. So that's all I got. Moving on. Keep it moving. (laughs) All right. So I settled on doing an ebook. Oh. Because I don't feel like my audience is going to be particularly excited about doing a course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to want... A single thing that can quickly refer to the section that they're interested in right now and just have the rest of it for whenever, for later. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> you know, I might make it into a course or a drip email campaign or something like that later. Yeah. But I think for this challenge, it's just going to be an ebook. Nice. I had some trouble coming up with a title. I think that what I settled on is very straightforward. Okay. Which is just. Website accessibility for business owners, and then a subtitle or tagline, ensuring your website works for everyone. It's like you're a marketer. It's it, the, really boring. No, it... But it's very straightforward. Which is... Oh, gosh. I came up with such a terrible course or course name. Your course what? is actually great. The, the title is actually great. Now, another one that I considered was... Will my website get me sued? But I don't like positioning my business that I'm preventing lawsuits. So that that's a really interesting point there. So I think your your first idea for the title is great. Straightforward, uh, it's descriptive, it tells people exactly what it does, and it's super awesome for... I think... It's easy to create an SEO strategy around that. Okay. What you're talking about, like, will, will my website get me sued? I understand your perspective because you're not trying to scare people. Right. I don't want to do scare marketing. A lot of accessibility-focused businesses market from that angle. Um, right. Hire us or you're going to get sued. So I, I think that that definitely goes into your values as a as a person and mm-hmm. as a business owner. So I don't think I, I don't agree with that either. So I think what you can do is you can definitely speak to the value that you, you can speak to your values through how you market it in a way that communicates the importance of it. Yeah. So 
just in discussions that you have with folks in whether they're clients or whether they're it's a talk that you're giving at a conference you you can speak from the value that business owners provide users with uh, specific and special needs so i think that if you can speak from that perspective like ensuring that my business is accessible to all or ensuring I'm not excluding people. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I, I think, I think touching on that is important. And I think that's one way to, to really communicate the value of the course to people, to business owners. Yeah. And I know, like, I know that is a concern that business owners have, but I, I'm frankly not interested in doing business with clients who only are interested in accessibility because they're scared of lawsuits. Those aren't, those aren't my clients. Those aren't my people. And they've got other companies that they can go out and hire. I'm interested in people who care about civil rights and accessibility because they're the right things to do and not just because they're afraid of a lawsuit. Yeah. So I don't want to market my services or my ebook from that point of view. Makes sense. So I, I think with that in mind, uh, I think the more that you flesh it out, the more that you talk about it, the, the points uh, that you can use to market what you're doing make themselves a little more apparent uh, yeah. or a lot more apparent. Self-selecting. Self-selecting. Yeah. Well, it it's one of those things where um, some businesses like to cast a really wide net, get everybody in there. Uh-huh. And then, you know, some people are more selective and, and I think that's okay. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, business values and things like that. So, you know, we really can choose who we work with, uh, you know, so uh, giving ourselves the choice that we can say, yeah, well, I want to work with this business. I don't want to work with that business. And, and, you know, purely based on, you know, values, like do your values align? So, yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's smart. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. And now I can, <laughs> I can use a bit of that in my own marketing. I can say, you know, don't you, don't you hate it when you have to take work that you don't want because you don't have a choice? With this, yeah. with, with, with this uh, automated nonsense, you can give your <laughs> automated nonsense. You, you can probably give don't your, want to say that. You, you can give yourself a lot more choice. So yeah, well, you can cherry pick which well, clients you want to work. Well, with. you can cherry pick, and it uh, there's so many neat little ways that you can use. It. Anyway, sorry, it, just going off the rails here. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited because I think your I think what you're doing. Uh, and how you plan to talk about it, I think, are both interesting and, and neat ways to connect with with your audience, and you know, also serve a purpose and, and mission to make a more accessible world and web. Yes, I hope so. I know so. <laughs> Bam! Yay! All right, high five. Ow! That was. Alex, why'd you slap me? Stop one. slapping me! Ow, Natalie! Ow! <laughs> Dear listeners, you couldn't see that, but she just straight slapped me in the face. And some of you might be cheering. In fact, all of you might be cheering. And if so, you're a mean person. 
You have a really fantastical imagination. I do. I do. Natalie did not slap me. Shall we move along to next week's challenge? Yes. Okay. Am I going to tell them what it is? You're going to tell them what it is. All right. So. (laughs) Thank you for the intro music. Not a problem. I've been practicing. (laughs) Our next baby step is to pre-write a rough draft of your landing page or sales page for your educational product. Wait a second. What is pre-writing a rough draft? I mean, like, you're not going to go into some, like, drag-and-drop website editor and put images and make a beautiful page. You're just going to open up a text document and do a rough draft of what the information is that you're going to put on your sales page if it's something you're selling or your landing page if it's, like, a lead magnet that you're giving away for free. So just putting together or or just writing down your whatever's going to be on the landing page to sell or to promote this this product or course whatever you want to call it. So yeah, so basically just draft up the content, write up yes, the, the different things that that you would put on this page. So um you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, what, what's the value of your product? What's the value of your educational uh, nugget of gold, right? Like, yeah. who does it help? How does it help them? You know, how do you, how does that connect that person to a better tomorrow, right? Yes, I found a really good article on makealivingwriting.com mm-hmm. that is a copywriting crash post. <laughs> crash course. And the basic structure is you need to answer five questions. So you could just put these in a document and then write up the answers for them. Okay. They are, well, I guess they're not questions. They're (laughs) titles. Here's what I've got. Here's who I am. Here's what you get. Here's what customers say about it. And here's why you need it right now. So what if it's one of those things where you don't have any customers who have anything to say about it? So maybe you have to make up your own reviews like I used to do on Amazon for things no, I never you purchased. No, not do that. <sighs> well, first, your testimonials don't necessarily have to be about your product. They could be testimonials about you. I do have testimonials about me. So if you have those, you could use them instead. And if you don't have those, what you could do is find some people who you like, hopefully, who like you, and give them a free preview of your product and then ask them for a testimonial. Hmm. Fancy. It could be some existing clients or customers that you have. It could be, you know, a business networking group that you belong to. It could be, you know, some kind of meetup group or something that you go to. Getting my family. Or look to... like you. Solid points. Solid points. <laughs> I, I I agree 104%. 104%. Darn tootin'. <laughs> okay. Um, so you, that's all. We're just getting, it's just text. You're going to write it out. You could talk about the pain or the frustration that people have that your product is addressing. Yep. You can talk about, like, why your product helps or how it helps. Yep. 
and what the results people can expect. But just remember to put a disclaimer that says results not typical. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you want to do that unless it's true. Oh yeah, is that what's been going on? You want to post some information about you, mm-hmm. a biography or something of yourself and your experience, why you're qualified to offer That's this right. educational product. Another good thing to put is who is this for and who is this not for. Mm-hmm. Let people self-select. Lots of testimonials. And then maybe some FAQs, like questions that you think people might have. I don't have anything else to add to that. I'm just that good? You're just that good. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think we've got a solid basis to start from. Mm -hmm. So we've done a lot of good work uh, over the last few weeks to put ourselves in a position to create a thing and to create an educational product, get it out there, and uh, we're inching closer to completion. One step at a time. One week at a time. We're like little inchworms. That is right. Let's hope we don't get stepped on en route to victory. I think inchworms are up in the trees. Sometimes the... It, you, okay, yes, you are correct. Wait, earthworms? No, inchworms. Inchworms. Okay. The ones that go like this? Oh, just, just yes. Stellar for audio. E, they, yeah. like, touch their head to their tail and squinch up and then straighten out. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't think I ever noticed that they were only in trees, though. Yeah, I feel like they hang out in trees a lot. That doesn't surprise me. Actually, it does. It does surprise me. So, uh, learning something new every day. <laughs> I don't think they have inchworms here in California. I haven't seen one since I moved here. Well, that and is... And it's been like 17 years, so... Yeah, I, I don't go looking for them. I'm usually not that hungry. I don't eat them. I do. On that note... <laughs> Inchworm Eater Alex. That's my new nickname. Eater of Inchworms. Eater of Inchworms. Sounds gross. So, people, our listeners, they have their marching orders. They know what to do. And we want to hear from you. How is your educational product journey going? Tell us a thing, please. What title did you pick? What title did you pick? What format did you decide on? What format did you decide on? Tell us everything. Tell us what we want to know, please. Someone. David. Someone, please. David, please tell us. <laughs> David doesn't do the challenges. I think I knew that. <laughs> All right, folks. He just enjoys our misery. Well, I think it's your misery that he enjoys, that you have to do this with me because I am such a weirdo and say weird things. But, And on that note, folks... Please share the experience of the Do Weekly podcast. Yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your other business owners that you know. Tell tell your tell your cousin Karen. Yeah, Karen would really like this podcast. She'd be totes into it. Yeah, she'd be like, I listened to the Do Weekly podcast and it was nice. Thanks, Karen. Thank you all Karens everywhere. Oh, we need to put Karen's testimonial on our website. Yeah, we do. 
So download and listen to the Do Weekly podcast. Tell uh, wherever. Uh, why do we keep telling people to do that? I mean, they're listening to this. We don't need to tell them, do we? Maybe they stumbled across it on the web. Oh yeah. You could listen to us wherever you download fine podcasts, or even wherever you download and listen to awful podcasts. You can get us there, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever, wherever. Pocket Casts. Oh, my God. (laughs) And you can go to our website, doweeklypodcast.com. That's right. hosted for us by... Our sponsor, Pantheon Web Hosting. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Do Weekly Podcast. Hit us up. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> Tell us your titles. Tell us your formats. No, um, no foul picks, though. Please. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> nope. Not anymore, please. <laughs> no unsolicited picks. Yeah. You know, like, we have to ask for them first. Yeah. That's how Don't that worry. Works. He'll ask. I always ask, (laughs) give me a picture of your socks. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you going to sign us out? No, it's your job. Stop making me do your work. Isn't that how the patriarchy works? It doesn't work if you don't do the work for us. Do you mean to chew your food for you? (laughs) Can you just birdie that right into my face? (laughs) Anyway, we hope that you're all having a wonderful holiday season. Um, If you're listening to this in the summer, forget we said that. For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Cheddar Ferguson. No, you're not! (laughs) And that's Natalie McLeese. You're Alex Vasquez. Sure. And we're here to remind you to keep keep it doable. And we'll see you next week, right, Nat? <laughs> see you next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>